Welcome to CFAS Podcast. Today we're talking about opportunities for finding income. I'm Michael Hedstrom, and with me is Peter Vanderlee, Managing Director and Portfolio Manager at Clearbridge Investments, which is an independent affiliate of Lake Mason. Peter is a member of the Income Solutions team and co-manages the Dividend Strategy products. Peter, thank you for being with us today. Glad to be here. As we all know, income is one of the investor's most common goals, but one not easily achieved, especially in today's low-yield environment. So let's start there. Peter, where do you see opportunity for income? The opportunity I see for income is mostly in the equity environment, including dividend-paying stocks, energy MLPs, REITs, business development corporations or BDCs, and mandatory convertible securities. And that's unusual. Typically, when you're on the hunt for income, you would look at the fixed income side, the bond side. But today, bonds do not yield much, and we're having an unusual situation on the fixed income side in that over $10 trillion worth of bonds are having negative yields, which is unprecedented. So income is very difficult to get in the classical environment for income, meaning bonds. But if you look at equities and stocks, we can find attractive opportunity for income. And uh, that's, I think, where investors would have to turn to if they're looking for an attractive income stream at the moment. And why should investors care about companies that pay dividends? Paying a dividend is a sign of strength. Not every company can afford to pay one, nor should every company pay a dividend. A dividend is a cash payment to the holder and as such represents a component and an important one of total return. Companies that have had a long history of paying and increasing dividends are typically of high quality, meaning that they have, in many cases, strong balance sheets, they generate lots of free cash flow, and in many cases have demonstrated an ability to thrive during economic cycles, including downturns. And then over time, shareholders can benefit from owning these kind of companies, not just in the form of an attractive dividend, but also in the form of dividend growth and the potential for capital appreciation. And that sets up for a coveted investment trifecta of income, income growth, and capital appreciation over time. And that's why investors should really care about companies that pay dividends. And Peter, can you elaborate a little more about what sectors you see as attractive? Sectors that are attractive for long-term investors include dividend-paying stocks, REITs, and energy MLPs. And they're attractive for common reasons and for specific reasons. The common reason is that the demand for income will stay elevated for a long period of time, whereas the supply of income is not being satisfied by the bond market. So equities can be part of the solution for investors looking for income. If you look at the backdrop, we have so many baby boomers in our country, about 76 million, that are going into retirement, and it's no secret that that oftentimes is with, in many cases, insufficient income. That needs to be supplemented in some way, shape, or form. And that supplement of lack of savings can be in the form of these income-generating equities, and not only will they provide a higher income stream, but also the potential to see that income stream grow over time, and that income growth is very attractive for retirees, as that is 
a way to combat inflation pressures. And uh, for all those reasons, dividend-paying stocks, REITs, and energy MLPs, these high-income equity investments can be attractive for long-term investors as the demand for this will stay elevated for quite a while. And then specifically, dividend-paying stocks, especially those companies that are high-quality, meaning that they have good balance sheets, they generate a lot of free cash flow, and they have conservative payout ratios, which all sets the stage for income growth over time, dividend increases essentially. These high-quality companies can also benefit investors in the form of higher share prices over time as these companies tend to grow. They tend to grow revenues, they tend to grow earnings over longer periods of time, and they tend to grow dividends. And that is an attractive proposition for a long-term investor. So that's why dividend-paying stocks can be part of an overall investment portfolio for investors. Energy MLPs, uh, I'll also mention, which is more thematic in that the U.S. is undergoing a renaissance in energy production that benefits uh, energy MLPs, those energy MLPs that provide the infrastructure for the movement of the raw materials like natural gas and crude oil, from the wellhead where they're coming out of the ground to the end user where they're being used. And that infrastructure is pipelines and processing plants and storage facilities and so forth. And they typically are infrastructure assets that operate on their long-term contracts. And those long-term contracts provide a measure of stability even during downturns or during times when the commodity prices are depressed, such as is the case today and, and has been the case for the last couple of years. So these energy MLPs are well positioned from the perspective of generating attractive cash flows, but also growing those cash flows over time as the infrastructure still needs to be built out, which means higher income streams down the road. So there's also a growth component to it that oftentimes gets overlooked. So energy MLPs can also be attractive candidates for an investor looking to broaden out their portfolio. So investors and advisors have different options for implementing these strategies and ideas. Why should investors consider using a closed-end fund structure? There's a number of advantages for a closed-end fund structure. Number one is that these closed-end fund structures essentially are operating with permanent capital, meaning that investors can buy and sell these closed-end fund structures, but that's not a redemption for the portfolio manager. So the portfolio manager has capital that he or she can put to work without having to worry about redemptions or additions of cash that needs to either be raised or put to work. And as such, the portfolio manager can have a longer-term view on the opportunity set. And over time, that can really be beneficial to investors. Uh, another benefit of closed-end fund structures is that they do trade on a daily basis, and one can buy and sell these closed-end funds in the open market during trading hours, not just at the end of the day, as is the case for, say, mutual funds. So that is an advantage if folks want to not necessarily wait till the end of the day to strike uh, the net asset value, but do that during the day. And then thirdly, 
I would mention that closed-in funds have the ability to deploy some leverage, which amplifies the return, and that means that typically closed-in funds also offer a much higher income stream to investors, which many investors enjoy as income is so difficult to get. So those are all reasons why closed-in funds can be a good structure for investors looking for, for income. Okay, great. Well, thank you, Peter. Uh, we appreciate your insight and for being with us today. Thanks for having me. You can learn more about ClearBridge Investments at clearbridge.com. Information about all Lake Mason's closed-end funds is available at lakemason.com as well as on cifa.com. This concludes our podcast. Thank you for listening.